This short code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the short code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcode.com. Welcome back to the Short Code Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. But more important are my co-hosts. For instance, just for instance, we have Aline Sanduk, an MD-PhD student. Hi, thank you. We've got Emma Barr, a third-year medical student. Hello. We've got... <laughs> Has I gotten good enough? <laughs> come on! <laughs> We've got Eric Bozart, a second-year medical student. And Nicole Lacina is back as a first-year. Hi. How are you? Good. I hear... You have a special pet. I do, yes. Can you tell me about your, your pet? He's real pokey. It's a yeah. hedgehog. Oh. Carl. Carl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your hedgehog's name is Carl. Could you please bring Carl to I you know, I doubt this is legal. I'm not I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to bring in animals to the medical education research facility where there oh, are research boy. animals anywhere. Look, put him in a plastic bag and bring him in. Um. <laughs> Put holes in the bag. I'll, I'll put him in a sweatshirt hood. Okay. I'll sneak him in. Don't, just don't let him get out. No. Would he, would he run away? No. Absolutely not. Oh. He's too slow. <laughs> if she does this, Dave, you need to make like a little short coat for Carl. Oh, <laughs> so my cool. head. <laughs> would ah. Uh, all right. I'm going to Amazon right after this. Uh, yeah, we've got a cross section of medical school today. It's disgusting. It's gross. I can see your insides. <laughs> but uh, but I'm glad you all are here. I'm glad to uh, someday have the opportunity to meet Carl the Hedgehog. Um, yeah, bring him in. We won't we won't narc on you. No. Yeah, I mean nobody will know. <laughs> yeah, be our little except secret. for the you know f- three or four thousand people who listen to the show who are not physically here We're and not... do not have a say in our careers. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I officially can no longer. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Sanction. The bringing in of Carl. <laughs> you can virtually attend. <laughs> Get a pet cam or something. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, you can. Okay, I give you permission to zoom in one week if you need to. With and then Carl. we can see Carl. But then I can't hold Carl. Then I can't love Carl. I can only see him. Welcome to the COVID era. Yeah. I want to love, love Carl. Everybody does. Okay. Does Carl go outside? What does he, he does. do? What does he do for a living? Um, he eats mealworms. He runs on a wheel. Um, he anoints on himself. He and just, he what? He just makes foam <laughs> out of um, scents he likes and covers his quills in it. I don't understand what you just said. Those words yeah. did not. Yeah. He makes no. the only place I've ever heard the word anoint is church. Yeah. And yeah. I just had PTSD yeah. and yeah. forgot everything it's, else you said. Is this, this so? Of, this is a hedgehog thing. It is. Yeah. Where, where does this foam come from? Um, Tell me it does not come from his bits, his naughty no, bits. Okay, no. Okay. Is the salmon- salmonella thing now <laughs> starting to make sense? Yes. No, it's, no. No. Where does the, his mouth? Yeah. Okay, so he, 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 he makes foam. It's like when he, when he eats carrots, when he is in the grass and yeah. he gets to dig around. Yeah. It's so he, so then he's normal? like, he like he chomps them up and then he's like, nom, 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 and yeah, he and he just produces a produces foam, a foam and then that he, he smears starts, on himself. He starts licking his, his quills, their spines and covers them in it. 
I'm going to start doing that. I guess that's not really <laughs> weird. I mean, like we, we humans do that, right? We're like, oh, I found some, some whale vomit. I'm going to turn it into, <laughs> right? Ambergris yeah. is yeah. like a huge yeah. ingredient in, in perfume and it's basically whale puke. Yeah. Right. Am I right about that? I, that sounds right. Okay. And, and that's what's important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we turn it into perfume. Yeah. So, hmm. all right. It's just, yeah, Carl perfume. Carl's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ode to Carl. Yeah. You should, okay. You should, you should bottle some of that and then we could bring it in for a smell test. <laughs> 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 Special segment. Carl's foam. <laughs> Why haven't we had just like a smell segment in general? We have. Guess We've done it a long time ago. We? we do it again. All right. Let's do it. Carl's scratch and sniff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet baby Carl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait. Um, you guys, uh, I was reading the news, as I do, and I ran across this website, this company, uh, called Signal Tokens. Mm. So the background is, you know, we're, we're entering residency interview season. Mm. And uh, so medical students use uh, ARIS, the, um, the application system, to provide their application materials to programs, right? And the programs will get that, those application materials and be able to invite people to uh, interview. Now, COVID has thrown a lot of this into... Uh, Wow. Well, it's changed everything, basically. Mm-hmm. But among the changes is that, you know, students are very concerned. I think a lot of students are very concerned that they'll need to apply for more programs because interviews are so much easier to do uh, virtually than they are to, say, travel to go to, uh, to their interviews. So mm-hmm. they're going to blast the world with interviews and programs are going to be overwhelmed and, and um, you know, all this kind of stuff. So what this company is proposing to do is doing is they are uh, signing up programs for free and then they are giving the applicants 12 tokens and they can use these tokens to signify signal their interest mm-hmm. in that program uh, Wait, so applicants uh, like sign up for this and they're only allowed to apply to 12 places? yeah and by the way applicants pay oh applicants pay. $25 right 25 bucks for for per token the, for the 12 for the 12 tokens so it's you know it's not Wait, 25 per or 25 for all 12? For all 12, okay, I, think. I think. that's what I saw. Um, hmm. And then the uh, I read that the um, Odo uh, programs have signed on to a similar, very similar idea, like en masse, like their professional society has said, we're doing this. Hmm. Uh, this is called signal, pre- signal preference signaling, uh, this concept. And so they are going for it. Um, as a as a specialty, and they uh, issue five tokens, mm-hmm. and they yeah so so applicants can and, and I I gather it's not paid for by the applicants, but they they get five tokens, and uh, program directors can use these signals to identify applicants with strong interest in their program. Since you can only use five tokens, since they're only five tokens, they are precious, and so you can't just use them up willy-nilly you have to use them carefully strategically all 12 well for but for some of these residency programs people are applying to right 60 60 programs um 
you know, and, and so the idea is to limit the number of, now you can still apply to a program without using a token, but this will, right. sort of, this is to use to signal like, oh, I super like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in the past they sort of had a way to sort of an unofficial way to do this, right? You mm-hmm. would send an email to a residency program and say, hey, I, I'm going to rank you highly. <laughs> I just think of the... And the program might send them, like, we're going to rank you highly. They might say that, too, which is code for, we don't know what we're going to do with you. Hmm. Does the company list what programs have signed up for it? No. So, because they... So, they said that they weren't doing that so that, like, people wouldn't, like, load up on those schools. But then, if people are giving their tokens to schools that aren't doing it whatsoever... What's the point of those tokens? Yeah, I'm confused mm-hmm. by that one. It sounds like a company profiting off of then, yeah. the system. Then do you have mm-hmm. to use tokens on that school and apply to that school outside of this program? I mean, I think you can still do that. I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah, so basically this is an acknowledgement of the fact that just applying to a program, you know, that used to be your signal of interest. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not really the case anymore. Um, Basically, they're like, how can we give people the opportunity to be like, no, I like you the most. Yeah. I like you the best. <laughs> I mean, that, that it is signaling that because you're, you're applying to them anyway, and yeah. then you're just signaling. But but I like really, really like you. So. It's, it's just like another layer on the, the sandwich, right? Because like, okay, your initial application, then you're probably writing some sort of letter, right? Of saying, hey, let me in. I really like your program. Here's why I like your program. I filled out your application on why I like your program. And I also sent you one of these nice shiny tokens. I spent 25 bucks or whatever. In in the video for it, they talked about how like a certain percentage of candidates fill up like a high proportion of interview spots. Yeah. And so small number, a small number of people are using up all of many. It's it's also across specialties. And so some people are just taking spots for positions that they may not even be interested in. And so mm. this may limit you to specialties that you actually want to do at places that you really are interested in and save some of those spots for other people who may not have been considered in the larger picture. That does sound like a problem, yeah. actually. Um, there are some rules that the programs have to follow. I didn't see any particular rules for the applicants for this. Uh, for the, for, I'm, now I'm talking about the Odo-specific program that mm-hmm. their professional society right. Um agreed to programs are not allowed to divulge the identity of applicants whose signals they receive programs are not permitted to ask interviewees where they signal and they are they will not publicize the number of signals that they received Hmm. and so i gather that's Hmm. to provide as little information that could be used to game the system i Um, feel like this could work if like the whole specialty like odo is doing if they all do it but if like just a few of them are doing it not going to be very useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think something needs to be done, though, because I feel like every year people are just applying to more and more, and then this year is probably going to be a huge jump. Yeah, in and fact, that's absolutely yeah. true. Um, Can I throw in a little twist yeah. here, too? Go. Because the other thing that you probably need to take into account for those of us on the bottom half of the totem pole in the metal, <laughs> medical school hierarchy, right, is the step one pass-fail, too, right? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Now you're not having the disseminating information of, okay, I, you've got a broader group of people that are applying to more programs because you just have to pass step one now, right? The idea being, and with the assumption that there's no other qualifier that the school is going to weed out certain applicants. 
Yeah, except mm. that step two is going to become the yeah right. The the new that's one. why I said supposedly yeah. right. Supposedly, right. Yeah. but for the first couple of years, they won't know like what I don't exactly what scores they're going to you know weed out for step yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see the statistics come back after this first year of this program. It would be really interesting if I didn't see uh, for the Odo program whether or not the attention is to. Um, do any particular study of how this works, but it's got to be part of this, right? I mean, right. There's what kind no of metrics way. would you look at to see if it was working? Probably how many? Well, are they only allowed to apply to five and that's it, or they can do over five? They can do more than five. They can. You can apply to as many as you want, but you only mm-hmm. get five tokens to use. Maybe they would see like how many people apply to, like if, how many people match in their first choice. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So it'd be matching into a place where you used a token. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Like, did they have any meaningful impact on like their endpoint uh, acceptance? Hmm. Um, there's another. There's a potential problem with it. it with this also, but um, with the Odo system and probably with all of these binary because these are binary signals, right? These are hmm. like yes or no. But there are also other considerations, right? That you might you know that you might want to take into account. So so I might be sixty percent excited to apply to a program because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's difficult to to um, provide that information in a binary signal. So for instance, if you're, the, the example given in this article I read about the uh, Odo one is that, you know, if you, you know, if you get, um, so, so you could make it so that they were, you had a certain number of points. So instead of a yes or no, mm-hmm. you have a certain number of points to spend. Oh. And so you could, um, you know, give, 60 of those points to this one program okay like that's a strong signal and then you can use for it you know the other 40 spread out among the other programs um you could do that in this pre-interview right um yeah this is pre pre pre-interview i believe i just think it's an interesting idea uh that i i really would love to see more you know about how well it works and and how people feel about it supposedly this is applicant friendly Hmm. um but you know, I, I don't know that that's true. I mean, it was made by the programs more than the yeah. applicants, so there must be, you know, the, the house always wins kind of deal. You know, what is the, you know. I think the problem with that also would be, like, if you have to pay for it, too, right, as an applicant, right, another fee on top of right. whatever. But you said. I'm not sure that the Odo specific right. the program Odo one was, requires was, yeah. that, but. Right. You I, said it's $25, right? Yeah. We for, have to check that. Right. So you that's know, not very much compared to how much we pay true. in other yeah. things. That's true. Yeah, I mean, surely in the COVID era, I mean, you guys are going to be saving. I mean, you guys are going to be saving a lot of money. Actually, that's not true you guys. on I travel mean, costs. Yeah. I mean, you guys are not M4s, but right. But M4s this year, and who knows what is what's going to happen in you know next year. But mm-hmm. M4s this year will save. I'm figuring somewhere around five to eight thousand dollars by not having to travel. I think. You're and right. step two, CS. And step there's that's another oh, eighteen hundred. Yeah. I think is the yeah. is the amount. What's happening with step two CS? Um, it is that that is the clinical skills, the one where they see the fake patients. The, mm-hmm. Sorry, the standardized patients, <laughs> and um, they're not doing that. Really? Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I, you know, I guess we can skip that this year. It wasn't it's not so big a deal that we need Interesting. to. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, it's so not so big a deal that uh, we need to continue to do that in the era of coronavirus. Like, oh, you say. don't say. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. there's an interesting phenomenon with COVID really opening up our eyes to like what we needed to do and what was <laughs> never necessary ever under any circumstances and was a total waste of everyone's time. That's really interesting. I mean, I get it, but 
Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, it, it does, yeah. it does say something about what is most important. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Yeah. So here's a question. I wonder how many, like, focus groups they conducted with, like, uh, potential applicants to, like, gather their input. Like, what field research did they do for this? So for the, the, uh, the um, Odo program, there were many groups involved, apparently. Um, one of which was a medical student focus group. Okay. Or, a, you know, I don't know how big that number was, but there was also, I mean, this is also supported by the AAMC and ARIS and the NRMP. And so I'm looking, I'm kind of looking at it, at it as a pilot in a way because it's just yeah. one, but it has the backing of all of these uh, programs <laughs> and, you know, stakeholders. Um, the, the, uh, the group on student affairs, um, all these, I mean, mm -hmm. so which is basically med schools, student sure. affairs. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot of institutional support. Right. It, that's why I think this, I mean, assuming things, you know, work out great, I think this is something we'll see in the future. Um, and that, uh, you know, could be, could be a good thing to reduce the number of people applying for things. But, you know, I know you guys. I know <laughs> you we'll guys. find a way around it. Oh, 100%. You got, yeah. You guys will be gaming this system in no time. So how many students this year are going to be using it not because they necessarily want to but because they worry that other people will have an advantage by using it and it will put them behind are we talking so how the many Odo people let's, yeah how many people will apply to odo this year that's not not that one but other programs may be using it and like this the the, the, the that's uh, not published right the signal tokens yeah dot com place yeah don't know they're mm -hmm. not going to tell anybody apparently mm -hmm. um that's a secret um, I don't, I just don't see, I, I agree with you, Emma. I just don't see how that one is, is going to work. I think the only thing that is going to happen is that students will be like, well, I don't know if it's useful or not. So I'm going to spend 25 bucks to get my 12 tokens and yeah, yeah. who the hell knows I, if it's, it'd be interesting though. I liked your idea with the, if I had like, okay, I have a hundred points that I can spread out through my applications and okay, I put 20, 30 here and spread the rest of them out. And if that could somehow get incorporated into like the match algorithm, it would make hmm. it make an interesting process and maybe maybe more accurate. I don't know. You know, yeah. sounds like a lot of calculus and stats and math. Yeah, I'm sure there's math there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure they hired a few game theorists to uh, inform all of this. Well, and my understanding is that this came from just like the match algorithm itself. This this idea comes from. Econo uh, economists mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't exactly know how but um, yeah so this is apparently not a new idea right um, so what do you know what prompted Odo specifically to use it this year like are they part of the buy-in or like you know did one of them help design it <laughs> that's a good question they spun the wheel and lost yeah. <laughs> 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 or maybe they had so many applications last year or something I thought Odo was like one of the specialties with the smallest pools because it's so competitive. Mm. Well, again, step. I, I I feel like I have to bring that in because then you open it back up with step one gone pass fail. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, well, maybe a good reason to choose. Uh, if that's true, it may be a good reason to choose Odo because it's a small program and mm -hmm. easier to <laughs> control the variables. And you know, they'll they'll just destroy one residency program and. One <laughs> <laughs> They'll just destroy the dreams of a small group of applicants and yeah. one residency specialist specialty, right? There you go. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't say here. Yeah. Um, so where did you where did you find out about this? Who? Well, I first spotted the Signal Tokens uh, website. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, that's odd. Um, and then um, I think it was um, one of the M1s in the co-host group who posted this article about the uh, Odo mm. um, organization. Interesting. Hmm. So we'll see. Is it called Signal Tokens? Is that like their brand name? That's the company, yeah. Hmm. Huh. It definitely sounds like a like a video game or like a lifeline you need in a video game. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah, that's such a good idea. Well, you know what? If you want it, okay, Signal Tokens, take this idea for free. Yeah. Double AMC, use this idea. Got it. You know, program a, make a video game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, here's the wave of the future. And you get your tokens from the video game. Yeah, yeah. So everyone has to VR in, and it's a battle royale. Yes. And whoever's left standing at the end, it's like that's who we accept. Fortnite for med school applicants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This step test just got a lot more interesting. Oh, God. People would line up to take step three, whatever, step two and a half. <laughs> this is such a good idea. It actually sounds like I'm fun. not even a gamer, but I would I would I would put a screen in my office <laughs> to watch this video game happen on Twitch. And med students are so ambitious they'll do it. Battle and Battle Royale. Oh, I'm so loving this. It's the wave of the future. I don't even like video games all that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to I mean, it, it, we need to bring more sport. <laughs> more, ga- more, more game, more game, more fun. Yeah, into more friendly competition. No, 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 no. <laughs> Real competition. It's like you want to make baseball. This is I'm stealing this from an old Mag Magazine article I read when I was a child. <laughs> if you want to make baseball, it's always stuck with me. If you want to make baseball more exciting, you know, use metal balls. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh no! Right? <laughs> you get hit by a ball, your face flies off. Oh, what that's exciting! Can't wait to get hit by that pitch. <laughs> <laughs> my God! <laughs> you know what we sound like? Uh, the capital in the Hunger Games of like, well, they have to fight to the death, yeah. but we want to be entertained by this. How can we make this more fun for us? <laughs> I was trying to look up the name of the president. Uh, oh, is it uh, Snow? Yeah, President Snow. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be the Snow, Dave. Oh. If capitalism in society is going to fall, let's at least make it fun, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's gamify the end of civilization as we know it. What was, what was the, old, uh, Ar- the old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Was it Thunder Thunderdome or uh, no? Uh, <laughs> Total Recall? No. no. Thunderdome was the Tina Turner. Uh, are you talking about Running Man? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Running Man. Yeah. You're thinking of. I don't remember a damn thing about that. <laughs> that was a it was based on a Stephen King novel that I actually do remember. Oh yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was nothing like nothing like what it turned out to what be. What it turned out to no. be. I don't know. So total tangent for a second. How dare I was, you? I, I, ha- I have to tell everyone this. So I was talking to someone uh, the other day about Arnold Schwarzenegger, and we were talking about like early like early eighties movies, and he was in a lot of like just your run of the mill nineties movies, like Kindergarten Cop, uh, True Lies. Yeah, uh, he had his blockbusters, movies. and then he had his you know sort of you know yeah, paying yeah. the bills movies. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. here's the thing about those movies, like the 
he was always portrayed as this like all American guy, you know, just a dad with a wife and kids living in the suburbs, and he had this huge heavy Austrian accent, an impenetrable Austrian accent. Yeah, and was just jacked beyond all belief, like every other American at that time. So. It's the American dream. Few yeah. people, few people understand. Few people realize that you know at home. I speak with a crazy accent. I did not know that. But when I come to work, I dumb it down for you guys I, so that you can understand me. But at home, so I'm nice like, get to, to the chopper. <laughs> you know, he's a big it's, Redditor. I made this yeah. dinner for you. Yeah, eat it. it. <laughs> Please do that and let us know how your family reacts. We need to buy a washing machine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's what I needed to do this week. <laughs> It's on my mind. Shortcoats, you're an important part of our publicity machine, and I'd like you to continue to share the show often with those you think will enjoy and benefit from it. Uh, you know, send us a screenshot of that share to the shortcoats at gmail.com, and I'll send you a free uh, free sticker that I designed. Uh, for instance, you could post an Instagram story about how you love us and tag us at the shortcoat, uh, and as a special challenge. If you post a selfie on Instagram of you and your sticker and tag us at the shortcoat, I will send you a different sticker for free. I'll do it. You can't stop me. Go I'll do try it. him. He'll do it. I'll do it anyway. <laughs> He's a desperate man. Uh, part of this is because I accidentally ordered a shitload of stickers. <laughs> I was about to say, you're like, man, I got to offload these stickers. Uh, but, you know, you can benefit from my uh, from my error, you know? Let let Dave's pain be your gain. You know, when you're on the internet and it's like, oh, the price break <laughs> is, you know, you can order a thousand of these for a, a cent less. And you're like, oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you moved some, some decimal places yeah. here. You know, got a lot of stickers, so I want to send them to you. I'll, I won't even charge you shipping. Won't even charge you for postage. Drop it in an envelope and send it to your house mm-hmm. or wherever. If you don't want to, if you don't want to give me your address, your which cave. I think is very wise, <laughs> the bridge you live under, yeah. no judgment here. Yeah. yeah, the tree in the park, general delivery. Mm-hmm. Do you know? You, I mean, you can send stuff general delivery. Can you really? I yeah. was just joking. I don't know how well it works, but you can send it to like Dave Etler in Iowa City. <laughs> really? And somehow, and just, like, come to the postal worker of like, I all right, say. I guess we're gonna go on a wild goose chase today. To yeah, the I, I think what really USPS happens workers. is like, <laughs> I think what really happens is then that person needs to know to go to the post office, but. Oh, that makes more sense. Than <laughs> what I just said. So we could we could do that. That would be fine. Sure. Um, do we want to talk about like the our COVID stats, or are we shying away from the? COVID oh yeah, stats? let's talk about that. I want to talk about that. Yeah. I am not happy about our. I mean, I hate COVID to be that stats guy, in Iowa. I was that I was that person yesterday in some places, mm-hmm. bringing up the stats. With some screenshots oh. in chats. Uh, yeah. And they're My, hard to ignore. They're they really are, hard to ignore. How could you ignore them? Yeah. What human being would be able to look at those and go, hmm, you know, we're doing all right. So so fill, fill the listeners in on the numbers. What are the... Did we... Let's look up the numbers, but I can say... Did they send out that email today yet? Yeah. 
I can say that yesterday, was it yesterday, we had the worst uh, peak, like the biggest peak, and it was a big by like several times. Um, Ooh, okay. I got numbers if you want. Yeah, yeah. Bring, give, give us some numbers so okay. I can stop blathering. So yesterday, we were at 40% in terms of, so this is the, this te- is f- people tested and tested positive. So symptom, I think. It, and I is think this the, just Iowa? Is this Iowa? Or yeah. is this University of Iowa? This is University of Iowa. Okay, good. Yep. And so we so we jumped up. So when students started Monday, we jumped from like an average of 13% to we jumped up to like 48% on Monday. And then we've been fluctuating between like 40%. And today it looks like we're up or we're down to 37%. Hey. So I mean. Progress. Yeah. But it went, so it was it was down to like 38% on Tuesday, up to 40%. And then now it's back down to 37%. So, not only that, but uh, and this is a problem across the country. Um, there were pictures in the paper, in the paper. Yeah, there were pictures in the the pictures in the newspaper that I read with my bre- with my breakfast and my monocle. In my, <laughs> my I know that dropped my monocle into my cell. Like, mm, nah, my I don't man like. servant informed me. <laughs> uh, pictures in the news uh, of students just going to bars and willy nilly. Uh, yeah. You know, doing their thing. Uh, Look, y- they didn't want to talk to the... Re- apparently, they didn't want to talk to the Press Citizen reporter yep. because they didn't want to ruin it for everybody. It's not a mystery, dude. Logic! <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the bars posted on Facebook after saying, show us the stats of people that you can trace back to our bar testing positive. And it's like, let's just show you the pictures of your bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is very simple. Oh, yeah. This is very, very simple. Uh, uh, kudos to the governor who mm-hmm. shut down mm-hmm. uh, bars and restaurants. Bars and restaurants? I don't, I don't I'm not restaurants. restaurants. Bars in, uh, I believe it was six counties yep. Yep. in Iowa who were struggling. Was Johnson uh, County one of them? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes ma'am. Yes. Um, so, Yeah. That's good. Still wish there was a mask mandate, but... Yeah, the language of the proclamation was still like, hey, we would really love it if you would wear a mask. Is Iowa City under one? I thought Iowa City... I thought the mayor put one... The the mayor has... The mayor uh, of Iowa City did uh, say that everyone has to wear a mask in public places. That's right, but is it enforced? Mm, Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. Right. (laughs) You know, I remember going downtown for... uh, haircut like a couple months ago and like it was a great salon they took all the precautions and just my hair i really needed it. i could really relate to those people in minnesota were like i want to cut my hair i want to go to the golf course haircut. yeah <laughs> I, I had, my hairs are too long <laughs> i realized as i was starting to tell the story i'm like oh you're sounding like kind of an entitled brat but <laughs> really took all the precautions really but as i was walking downtown it was like there was nothing going on, just groups of people. And this was in the summer, but like people were just walking around, not a mask in sight. Just, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that there's been a resurgence. I feel like shutting down the bars is like a good step, but like undergrads and I guess grad students too are still going to like go to each other's houses and have parties. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. Uh, speakeasy season is coming. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the 20s. <laughs> Where they get together in, like, basements. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, because, I mean, that's probably going to be the telltale sign this weekend in terms of, like, 
you know, if you're just watching police scanner or, or something, yeah. you know, what college students are going to do what college students are going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, like I've said it before on the show, you know, when I was a college student, uh, you know, I don't know if I would have done the right thing. I would like to think that I would have. Yep. But, you know, back then, nothing was more important than hanging out with my buds and... And eating candy and, for breakfast and, and making eat, terrible right. decisions <laughs> like that. The Here's a decision times. that I made. I'm going to own up to this. Here's a decision that I made in college. Uh, I don't know if I've said it on the show before. It w- uh, There had just been an ice storm. And uh, the next day we were, we you know, left the, uh, the dorm to go to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to pretend to belly flop on the ice and on a hill, belly flop on the ice and slide down this hill. Problem is, I actually belly flopped. Oh, no. My face <laughs> cut through the crust of ice oh, on the snow and scraped off like my nose. Oh. Uh, the skin on my nose. And then, so later in the evening, the, the regret portion of this is later in the, aside from, you know, and I was like, I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And my friends were like ahead of me going, <laughs> <laughs> as the blood ran down my face. Oh, yeah. The kicker is that that evening we went out to uh, dinner. No, no. And I had to sit across from this girl that I really, really liked. I really, <laughs> really liked this girl. And poor her had to sit across me and look at this friggin' jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> Did you have a, a way cooler story that you came up with for that? No. I couldn't because they were all there. No. Oh. <laughs> and they weren't going to have your back in life for you? That's no. Nice. No friends of yours? No. <laughs> but like, what were you imagining when you said you were going to pretend? That's what to I was like, I was just going to like gesture like, oh, hey, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> look, I was an idiot. That's the point of the story, is that yeah. 18 yeah. year olds have yeah. underdeveloped abilities to see into the future. In the, in the, see, here's the thing, and this is, this is what I remember when it, when it comes time to think about like what's happening uh, in this group of people right now with respect to COVID. I was not smart. Uh, I was more interested in socializing than I was in school. <laughs> far mm-hmm. more interested. Mm-hmm. And I also was emo as f- Oh, not like emo, like with black hair or whatever. Oh, no. I was wondering if you had those like swoopy bangs. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But looking like back, eyeliner. looking back, that would have been a, a fine outfit. Uh, to, oh, wow. to say, yeah, you don't even know how emo I was back then. Like everything was. So talking about like not being able to think into the future. Did you guys hear the story about? So, like, the honors students get to move in, like, the weekend before the other students move in. Right, because they have, the like, seminars, right? who tested positive after her first day there Ooh. and had to go into the quarantine dorms, and they really weren't ready. Yes, I heard about this. So, did you did you read the story about no. what happened after that? So, it, it really wasn't a good situation for her in the dorm from the report I read. So, she wanted to go home, and she couldn't get a zip car. So, she took a four-and-a-half-hour bus ride get back oh to God. Illinois. Oh, dude. And I never oh. really saw much mention of how that wasn't a good idea after testing positive for COVID. Yeah. It was just kind of glossed <laughs> over. It was mentioned like Where did this where did bus. this bus ride I, I remember reading that, but now I can't remember where in the story this or where in the sequence of events that this bus ride happened. So that she she tested positive. She, she tested had to positive. move from her dorm room into their isolation dorm. Right, which wasn't ready. And then she decided that she wanted to go back home, but couldn't stay with her family. So she got a hotel room, couldn't get a zip car. Mm. And so she took a bus from Iowa to Illinois. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that no a, good. That was a disgraceful story to read. Honestly. That's, uh, yeah, it was. It, it, it was a terrible it story. Look good on Iowa, but, but think also, about how. I mean, think about, and I feel bad for this woman. I, you know, I don't want to say that. I don't want to it say was, it, it was a bad situation. It was a bad situation. She to needed in. to do something. Nobody was it, helping you know, she, her. She wasn't right. being. Was she symptomatic, or did she just um, test positive? She had a fever. Okay. Yeah. You know, I guarantee. She, you know, hopefully, she sat in the back of the bus by the restroom where nobody wants to go. That's a long four and a half hours. <laughs> I guarantee if just one person at any point of this process had treated her a little bit like a human being, she would not have posted that story. Yeah. Right. She would have been like, look, it's a bad situation, but everyone's doing the best they can. But people clearly just kept letting her down. It really, it really makes me wonder what the situation is for the isolation rooms now. Well, hopefully it's better because they got a lot of attention yeah. For yeah. That. I, I, I mean, you know, it's it's tough. Uh, I, I, I th- you know, like on one hand, I'm like they had the whole summer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. To prepare. So I'm not really sure. More than that. Yeah. I'm not really sure exactly what happened. They said we didn't expect a student to test positive on the first day here. Well, you should have been. Pre- you yeah. should have prepared. Yeah, which day for were you aiming for? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Which <laughs> day were you. It was know. a legitimate possibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the. Uni- I hate to say it, but it's. It, it sounds like the university banking on, like, all right, we're doing this, we're doing this in person. We're just. You know, spinning the wheel of fate and just well, they had a. Pl- I mean, they they. It's not like they didn't have a plan. They just didn't. Right. Uh, they they screwed it up. So. Yeah. The I guess the residency hall. The what do they call them? RAs. They they didn't quite know what to do. Yeah. yeah you mean yeah. the other teenagers that they put in charge <laughs> yeah. of the teenagers? The fact that they didn't have training to say like they need to do the self reporting right. and. Uh, yeah. And also, be nice to them. They just tested positive for COVID, and this they're kind of yeah. going to have a hard time. Yeah. This is where it all breaks down for me, is the dorms, you know? Like, yeah. I, I can't, you know, what like, I want, I, mm-hmm. I want these students to uh, experience the same things that I, other than the emo part. I would like yeah. them to experience the same things, that, and, and the... I wouldn't make the same and fashion the falling, choices. The falling down the yeah. hill, uh, I guess they shouldn't experience that. But I would like to, them to experience the same things that I did. Yeah, yeah. Door uh, life seems special. Like it a is special. special part of the experience, and uh, it's you know it's something that you never get to experience again unless you can set up that commune that you will inevitably dream about um, <laughs> as an, as when you graduate and have moved on and you're thirty and you're like, where did all my friends go? Yeah, where all my buds go? Yeah, way harder to make close friends as an adult when Emma's, they're not like right there. Emma's yeah. like, Dave, yeah. you're you're just letting it all hang out today. <laughs> How could you see that on my face? Oh, <laughs> uh, can I ask a question? Just throw one last question out to the group. Just in terms of, so along with the whole testing positive, and obviously you know this, you know she's moving into an honors dorm. But like, is is it weird that there's almost like a stigma? Like, okay, so she tested positive, and now she, not only on top of that are you sick, but you also have. I almost feel like there's a stigma of, oh, you tested positive, you're not taking care of yourself, you weren't, you know, it, it's you don't want to tell people that you tested positive because you know it, it, it's almost like you're looked down upon of definitely yeah, something that went seemed wrong because she couldn't. Her roommate was told not even to help her pack anything. Mm, um, that's right, yeah. right. And it's so like then nobody you know? would nobody would help her move 
anything yeah, she from had to drag her shit to, across campus. Yeah, she was told like you can only take one trip. They gave her a cart. I <laughs> I thought like the roommate the roommate gave her a cart or something. Oh yeah. Despite her, being told her RA, not to. Her RA I think gave her the cart. And here's the COVID cart. Just <laughs> so like she she was basically from that point on not allowed to have any human interaction. It, that's that's like that's kind of what it it's felt so like. It's so dehumanizing. Yeah, very degrading. Yeah, very degrading. things I like to tell medical students is that whenever possible they should rehearse how they will act in tricky situations. Help. So just to like clarify for the listeners, no, no, no. Dave is reaching across the table to put some papers into a paper bag. We don't want people's imaginations running wild. I just, here. I died. Yeah. Uh, we, we would, we, you know, you should rehearse how you will act in tricky situations. Those times when you're put in an awkward position, but feel as though you should react in some way. And sometimes if you don't, or if you do it wrong, you know, that moment has passed and you've lost your opportunity. Uh, so for instance, how we react if a patient makes you feel unwelcome uh, or sorry if a patient makes an unwelcome comment about your appearance or you witness a colleague making a mistake that could endanger a patient right mm-hmm. okay be real the goal of this game is how to avoid ending up on YouTube right <laughs> and having your outburst memorialized forever so before we nothing dies on the internet yes so before we started the show today I ask you all to write down uh, some happening or occurrence that could conceivably but not necessarily happen in your own lives uh down on these slips of paper that I've placed in this bag. So you're going to each choose an occurrence from the bag and react to it. And if you're thinking to yourself, Dave, you clearly chose the intro to this game after having chosen the game. (laughs) I'm not going to contradict that. Uh, The trick is you can't use any word written on the paper aside from articles, prepositions, things like that. And you can't use props or gestures because this is an audio podcast. Uh, The rest of you will try to guess What's happening? So what happens oh, when we recognize that somebody's oh, no. reacting to what we wrote down? Do we let the other people guess? I think that'd be best. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like taboo or catchphrase or something, right? Uh, sure. That's the thing okay. people do. All right, Emma. Can you can you read that? Okay. And right. now I describe it. No, you're we... gonna react. You're gonna you're gonna act as though it just happened to you. Like. And we have to figure out you can, what happened. To you. And you can and you can use words. You know, you can be like, oh my. You know, whatever. Okay. Um, well, I'm not too sad this is happening because I think it's for the best with the COVID situation. Um, Class is going like, virtual. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. You're on the right lines. Um, we were, can I say that we were just talking about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna go and drink now, oh. even though I didn't go to these places before. Bars being shut down? Yeah, but how specific do I do? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, let go read the bars. Paper. Bars are closing in six counties. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, all right, you guys. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do one. I think I avoided getting on YouTube for that. Yeah, you, <laughs> you did. did. Yeah. Yeah, well I was just thinking, like, what a reasonable response to not being able to party on the weekend. Very level-headed. Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> Can you do that? All right. No. Oh, it's bad. everywhere, and especially there. Oh. Oh, Crocs, Crocs, Crocs everywhere. <laughs> Crocs? Is this you impersonating someone who uh, is, is reacting just... to the Crocs phrase? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, such a mess. That's how I would have reacted. Nicole, but... pass me the paper towels. I hope. You spilled your coffee. Spilled milk. Are you I, crying over spilled milk? I, <laughs> you're getting there. I I just now I've, uh, my paper is going to be destroyed. You spilled your candy breakfast <laughs> it was, all over your paper, and it was wet candy. I'll say the coal was closer. Um, yeah. Now I'll now I gotta go get a replacement. Spilled your coffee. Spilled soda. Smoothie. I gotta get so milkshake. It's not gonna work. Yes, your beer. Yes, Nicole spilled. Okay, milk spilling over your new MacBook. Ooh, that would be unfortunate. You could have done better, Dave. Come on. Come on. Especially there. Especially there. Should have been like you spilled some acid on your crotch. Especially on my new technology. Oh, come on. You have got to be kidding me. I, I worked so hard for this. I worked so hard and I put in so many nights and I didn't hang out with my friends. I didn't call my family. And COVID this is what happens. are increasing. No. You failed your exam. <laughs> oh, no. That was a little too real for Nicole, I guess. Nicole was reading my mind. I didn't have to take an exam today, so. From the bag. Uh, nice job. Oh. Guess I've been seeing too many of those reactions. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic face to see on campus. It's a little too close to home for some people. Um, oh, I'm actually pretty excited about this. This is such a nice thing to... Uh, uh, to get up to and it's it's very pleasant and naked person in your bed <laughs> that you wanted that you, there that, that wasn't you there when you went to, to sleep yeah the, I mean but it, I have to say that there some some seems off some you woke up to a nice text from your mom <laughs> oh, oh. all your student loans got canceled <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it, isn't it? COVID that's, actually yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Step two, CS. It's uh, too is good no to longer. be true. <laughs> is it not the loans thing? It's no longer a thing. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many ways this could be a true. Yeah. Uh, it's waking up to breakfast, but in bed, but it smells like hamsters. <laughs> That is. <laughs> How is that pleasant at all? 
I'm like, it's breakfast in bed, but I'm like, I mean, uh, yeah. hamsters? Please tell me it's not a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Peaches. Oh my god. There are pluses and minuses. Uh, ups and downs. Yeah. Does it just smell like I have so many questions. Just smells like hamsters? I do you see do the one. hamsters or it just smells like hamsters. Oh. Well usually if you smell a hamster, there is a hamster around it. <laughs> usually. Unless you like, have a personal maybe problem. Maybe they're hamster it's, pancakes. Uh-huh. If it looks like hamsters and smells like hamsters. <laughs> okay. Um Gotta act. Gotta uh, yeah, act. yeah. Oh no. Oh, that's My excellent <laughs> acting. Oh no. <laughs> My feet are currently naked, <laughs> and I have and nothing have cool All for them. I hate. I hate shipping delays. <laughs> Amazon Prime, uh, yeah. Amazon Prime isn't working as well as it used to. My style really sucks, and I was looking forward to looking cool for the start of school, but currently manufacturing is just subpar. Can't afford new shoes? (laughs) No, no, no. This is something to do with like, this is something to do with Amazon and how you can't get stuff anymore like overnight. But what does the naked feet have? Yeah, that's where I'm... My feet feet aren't naked. My shoes are just really outdated. I shouldn't have said that word, though. Um, Can't get new shoes for school from Amazon because COVID. Hashtag COVID. I have this really cool style that I was looking at. And I wish I could have them on my feet, but I can't. Can they cross? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something to do with Crocs? No, she said cool, Emma. Uh-oh. I love my Crocs. <laughs> I wish but they would, I get, I wish they would get here sooner. I feel like we guessed. I feel like you guys guessed it. What is it? Uh, the cool new shoes that I ordered online were held up at the factory and haven't shipped yet. I only order shoes <laughs> when I have no more shoes. <laughs> we all just turned into Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, like the utterly last minute purchase. I just love how I started with, oh no. <laughs> really just bland. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our show. Uh, Aline, Emma, Eric, Nicole, thank you for being my co-host today. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Uh, And what kind of idiot would I be if I didn't thank you, Shortcoats, for making us part of your week? If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show on wherever fine podcasts are available. I'm I'm there. We're there. I remind you that your questions are vital to the show because it means it can be what you want it to be about. Send your questions and comments to theshortcoats at gmail.com or you can leave a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'll talk about it on the show. We'll bat it around. While your podcast app is open, we hope you'll be the kind of listener we're always grateful for. Give us some stars and a review to let us know if we're doing right by you. Uh, been a while since I got a review. I'd like to, I'd like to see. I'd like to know. Uh, thank you. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities program. Our music is by Dr. Vox and Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. Thank you.